Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Market View on Money FM 89.3. That's right, you're listening to Money FM 89.3. Time now for Market View, where we take a look at how the Singapore stock market is likely to close for the day, the biggest movers, sectors and companies to watch. But as always, a quick recap of how we started. Yeah, Singapore shares remained relatively unchanged early on following updates from the MAS or Monetary Authority of Singapore that it will leave monetary policy settings unchanged. An early trade, the Straits Times Index gained a marginal 0.01% to 3,159 points after nearly 33 million securities changed hands in the broader market. The closing numbers are still firming up, but here's what I have on my screen. The STI uh, down 0.64% at 3,139 points. In terms of value turnover, that's 958 million sing dollars. The gainers trailed losers 270 versus 279. Top 5 movers by value, we've got here Singtel DBS, UOB, OCBC and Ctrim. Heavily traded securities included UMS, Ctrim and Singtel. And in terms of companies to watch, uh, we do have Capital, Capital Land Escort Trust after its distribution per staple security rose 14.1% on a yearly basis for the second half year ended December. Now, meanwhile, from China's Evergrande order to liquidate to the Red Sea shipping crisis sending waves through Asia's fuel markets. More in National headlines in focus, and joining me on the line is uh, Chin Hui Leung, co-founder of the Smart Investor. Chin, welcome. Hi, Chen Tian. Glad to be back. Glad to have you on the show. And Chin, let's start with the Singapore stock market as usual. How has DSTI fed so far today after the uh, MAS kept monetary policy settings unchanged? Any surprises when it comes to the biggest movers? Yeah, I, I, I am glad you mentioned the MAS decision because uh, early on the bank seems to react positively, all three banks. And uh, but then, as it closes, uh, only two out of only one of two or three of them have uh, end the day up, which is OCBC, right? So I think that the market probably can't make up its mind to what what to make of this decision uh, because the MAS is maintaining its monetary policy uh, despite a lower projected inflation for the year, and also amid the expectation of three interest rate hikes by the U.S. Fed. Uh, for the year. Uh, I also mentioned uh, Ctrim, which is up uh, 3.9%, uh, which is a big move since it's down uh, roughly overall 23% for the year. Uh, I think this move is likely due to oil prices, which are up year to date. And uh, I, I guess the hope is that if oil prices remain high, it will create an environment where customers will be more willing to place orders with uh, Ctrim and hopefully take the orders which they have already placed. Hmm. Talk about that three projected rate cards this year. I wanted to just bring up that the Fed is due to announce its policy meeting decision later on this week as well. Uh, but let's take mm-hmm. a look at some companies to watch. Uh, Chin, we've got Capital Land, Escort Trust, DPU or mm-hmm. Distribution per Staple Security up 14.1% year on year for second half ended December. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, so when you look at an uh, increase of that amount, it, it, it's a rare sighting within the, the Read yeah. sector today, right? Because everything else is, is sort of down. Uh, any increase at all, uh, even 1% is uh, rare. So to see 14% is quite uh, significant. However, I think we need a lot of context for this because it's mostly a recovery from the pandemic. Yeah. So I'll give you a few numbers. Uh, 2023, which is the year which just passed, 
they are going to pay out 6.57 in distribution per staple security. Uh, part of it is one-off, so you have to remove the one-off, which will give you 5.44. This is the 5.44 cents which they're going to pay in 2023, right? So um, keep this number in mind because I'm going to compare this with 2019, which is the pre-pandemic level. The 2019, the payout was 7.61, right? So 5.44 versus 7.61. So they're only about 70% of the way of making their way back to their pre-pandemic uh, distribution per unit or, or staple trust. And it sort of makes sense when you look at the tourism uh, within uh, Asia itself, uh, just to, for example, in Singapore. Uh, last year, the tourist arrivals in Singapore is only about two-thirds of the way of its uh, pre-pandemic high. And therefore, there's, I guess, a bit more upside, uh, hopefully with the help of uh, China tourists. Uh, but it's again, it's mostly a recovery, a recovery of what was lost during the pandemic. Right. And across the region, uh, Chin, you mentioned about China. Let's take a look at that. A Hong Kong court has today ordered the liquidation of property giant China Evergrande Group, which is the poster child of uh, China's property sector, of course. Now, this is a move set to uh, send ripples through China's crumbling financial markets. Not unexpected, I would assume. So can we expect mm-hmm. more of such liquidation by other Chinese developers in 2024? Yeah, so <laughs> where do we start with this? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, back in August, I, I did tell investors, you know, don't touch this with a 10-foot pole. And today, I think you see why, right? So the, the downside could be the complete loss of capital. Uh, share prices were down 20% uh, until it was, the, I, I think they put a stop to trading after that. And the, the risk here now is significant because uh I think some analysts put the recovery rate at less than 3% of whatever it's worth. And honestly speaking, I don't envy the liquidator because they have such a huge task on their hands. They have to figure out what assets are left within the the business. They have to try to recover whatever value from those assets they, they find. And then they have to divide what's left among the many people who want a piece of what's left. Yeah. So... These are three enormous passes. Uh, it's a huge mess. Just stay away. Okay, okay. Stay away. The two <laughs> words to note. Uh, if you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with Chin Hui Leung, co-founder of The Smart Investor. Let's talk AI, Chin. China has approved uh, over 40 AI models for public use in the first six mm-hmm. months since they began the approval process. Now, in the mm-hmm. meantime, we are seeing Samsung Electronics said it will feature Baidu's Ernie bot as part of the key attraction for Galaxy S24 smartphone series in China. How would you read into this? Yeah, so I think you hit the nail on the head here because uh, AI is not a silver bullet. It's not going to solve problems which you already have. Uh, and I think that unless you're a business which is directly benefiting from the build-up of infra- infrastructure to support AI, uh, so I'm, I'm thinking of companies like NVIDIA, which does GPUs, or TSMC, which does uh, semiconductor chip. Uh, I, I think that unless you're those companies, the mo- most of the benefit here is going to be incremental. So it's going to build on whatever business you already have. So, f- for example, for the case of uh, AI bots, for example, uh, Zoom is giving it away for free yeah. to paying subscribers. So it's it's more to retain whatever members they have and hopefully gain a bit more members by offering this for free. 
Right. And uh, further away, uh, Jin, let's take a look at what's happening in the Red Sea. Uh, shipping crisis is sending waves through Asia's fuel markets, raising costs even on routes that do not use the waterway. Uh, just to give you an example, according to the Baltic Exchange data, the cost of shipping 35,000 tonnes of fuel from South Korea to Singapore jumped almost 50% over the last week to more than 49 thousand US dollars a day, which is the highest since 2022. How wide-ranging is the impact of the shipping crisis? Yeah, so the increase or, or the very steep increase is uh, definitely concerning. Uh, this is the sort of uh, top-down view. What I like to do is usually also look from the bottom up and look at businesses which will be impacted by this. So uh, we are early in the earnings season right now. So in the coming weeks, uh, I'll be looking for companies which uh, import a lot of physical goods and see how they are impacted by this. So I'm thinking of companies like Nike, for example, which may be impacted if their cost of logistics increase and so on. So uh, definitely something to watch. Right. Uh, Chin, don't mind me asking this since you brought up earnings, right? U.S. earnings, we're expecting a number of uh, mega cap tech stocks, uh, tech companies mm-hmm. to report. At the same time, the U.S. Fed decision coming in this week. What are your expectations on both fronts? Yeah, so I, I think that AI is definitely something to watch for all the uh, magnificent seven, so to speak. Uh, right now, for companies such as Google, uh, Meta, uh, and Microsoft, uh, as I said, the the uh, gain which they are, they are getting is mostly incremental. But there are some bright spots. So, for example, Meta revealed that their Advantage Plus uh, revenue is now at a $10 billion, uh, run rate or analyzed run rate, which is a significant part of their business. Now, they, they do make $127 billion in revenue uh, over the last 12 months. So, it is going up there or coming up there and becoming a big contributor. But uh, NVIDIA would be another interesting one and uh, also uh, the likes of Apple, which could be a dark horse in this AI race. Talk about the AI race. Microsoft also hit that three trillion US dollar value to surpass Apple. So <laughs> I guess lots to watch this coming earnings season. Uh, thanks a lot, Jin. As always, that was Jin Hui Leung, co-founder of the Smart Investor. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM eighty nine point three. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.